Welcome to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo, your podcast for all things holistic health and wellness from a Christian worldview. Welcome back to another episode. We are talking today about something that's really near to our experience, our story. It's an, it's a topic that a lot of people have a lot of interaction with on a regular basis. We get asked about these this particular topic all the time. At, when we were practicing in our office, I'd say probably seven out of ten of our patients, maybe maybe six out of ten, might not be the primary complaint, yeah. but it's listed as one. It was it was often. Yeah, it, at least circled as something they've dealt with. Something that everybody deals with at some point, um, and it's migraines. Let's just call it what it is. It's migraines. There's so many issues that can lead to this, you know, and and it's hard to nail down. Current research doesn't really even give us a a for sure reason why this happens. There's a lot of different technical ways it could happen. It could be structural, like again, a postural in nature. If if things aren't quite balanced, if your if your posture's all off, now all all of a sudden muscles and 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 pathways are are they're not straight. They're not where they should be. They could be stress or tension induced. Again, if you're just anxious and all of a sudden, we we talked about stress a lot on here, and that creates a hormone cascade of different things that put your body into a a, a not a, a inflamed state. Could be vascular, could be increased blood flow or lack of blood flow to the brain. It could be hormonal. It could be you know uh, cyclical for women who have that kind of stuff, and men too. Um, it could be deficiencies of vitamins or minerals. It could also be pathological in nature. It could be a tumor that, that's creating pressure on certain parts of, of, of the body or the or the the nervous system. Uh, it could be environmental. It could be the fact that maybe you're you live next to you know a crazy cell phone tower and there's weird mm-hmm. EMF or, or or, or radiation from that and if you don't believe us you should go back and listen to our podcast on yes. that. It, it's enlightening but yeah there, there there's internal there's external there's there's traumatic causes to it and kate actually has a really uh, personal story to this as well yeah so i grew up in a house where we didn't have a lot of medicine available because my mom was super allergic to everything over the counter which was fine in a sense that I never really dealt with any health issues, especially headaches and migraines. It was just, that was just something I had never had to deal with until I got to college and I had an injury where I broke my neck. And what I didn't know at the time, but I can tell now through reading my x-rays that I've had pre and post the, the neck breakage, my neck curve, which should be a backward C, completely reversed. And so it had what's called a forward head posture now. And on top of that, it created a lot of scoliosis throughout the rest of my spine because you can't change the center of gravity of your head point and not compensate throughout your thoracic and lumbar spine or the rest of your lower back. Yeah, your center of gravity has to be basically the middle of your pelvis will always maintain the center of gravity in your body. So you will compensate. So for the first time in my life, I was not in a structurally ideal position. And I get to grad school, ironically, to become a chiropractor. And I start getting terrible allergies and wicked migraines. And it was progressing to the point that I was getting them two or three times a week. And my vision would go blurry. And I used to always fear that I was about to get one before an exam because I wouldn't be able to read my exam when my vision got that blurry. I could tell by the level of blurriness how bad the headache was going to be or how bad the migraine was going to be. Thankfully, I was able to address the root cause through a proper corrective chiropractic care as well as eliminating a lot of the toxins because of where my 
fusion now sits, it affects my thyroid. So I think I kind of hit this perfect storm of it was structural stress and tension induced as well as hormonal. Because if you're throwing in your thyroid hormone, that is so incredibly important for like literally every function in your body. So when I put a stress on that thyroid too, I think it was just this wild cascade of newness for my body. And I am really thankful that the Lord had placed me in a position in a school to be able to address the exact issues that I was dealing with. But that being said, I was also very affected by the style of which I was adjusted. I remember having one of my teachers would always give me a worse headache because he was like super rough and aggressive. We're not going to mention what technique. Oh, definitely not. I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. No, no. But I would teach my husband who was only a few months ahead of me in school. She wouldn't teach me. I was ahead of her. Well, I'd be like, yo, this is how you need to adjust me or patients that have a similar history. And I did so much better under your care. It, I gotta say that that was a that was a huge comp boost to confidence for me as a student to be able to, to adjust a migraine in a way that a teacher a, a teacher an educator of a technique um, would give you. Not that there's anything wrong with how he did it, but it, 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 it cemented in us again this mindset that not everybody has the same response to care. Not mm-hmm. everybody has the same response to, to to health advice. And so when we say there's no cookie cutter approach to health. This is literally, this is kind of where that cemented in our minds that not, yeah, there's not one way mm-hmm. that works for everybody and that's okay. And I think it's so good, especially, I know you were a student at the time, but it's always so good to have that mindset, even as a practitioner, to be a student of whoever's walking in, right? They do know their body best. And so, although sometimes you might have to say, you know what, just for your personal health, we have to try treatment this way. A lot of times it's good to try to accommodate what they are thinking is the issue or is best for them. Or if they've experienced something in the past that's worked, to be as close to that as possible. Yes. So the point in sharing my story is, yes, I was able to relatively quickly address the issue probably within a year of exactly what was going on, what was causing it, and correcting it. And that won't be the same for everybody. Your journey might take longer, but I just want to share that there is hope and there is healing out there. So I just don't want you to despair that this is something that you just, quote, have to deal with for the rest of your life. We're going to dive into some of the top reasons that it could be. And I pray that you are able to take some of these and they can be valuable to you. But that is not, it's common, but it's not normal. And I pray that the Lord would just give you some wisdom in your next steps. Yeah. So the biggest thing that everybody runs to when you have a, a migraine, if you're not in maybe a, a super holistic approach like we are, is they run to medication, whether it's Motrin or Tylenol or ibuprofen, that kind of stuff. And and we're not huge fans of that method, not because medicine is inherently bad, but because... I think because it's so commonplace, people diminish the strength that these medications actually have. Yeah. And they were approved so long ago that they actually wouldn't meet over-the-counter medicine standards today. They would probably be prescriptions at this point, but they kind of were grandfathered in. And so because they're commonplace, I think there's this assumption that there's never a side effect or a never a negative. And that's especially not true with kids. There's a lot coming out with being very, very careful, especially with young children and the amounts and the dosages, because it can just put a taxing effect on their organs. So if you can find an alternative route, usually that's we consider that to be safest. And, and then and going into to a more natural approach to working in our office, we saw a ton of people and a ton of cases where these migraines, these tension migraines were linked to postural changes and structural changes 
in um, their neck, their spine, and or relating to tension in the musculature that attaches mm-hmm. to that. Again, degeneration of the neck and the spine causes headaches because of just that. Your spine houses that central nervous system and that spinal cord. And, and really at the base of your skull, you have this giant opening called your, your foramen magnum, which is just Latin for giant hole. That's what it means. And that's where the brainstem sits. There's a ton. Every, every fiber of your spine runs through that top hole. And so if that is tilted or off or the bone, the first, the top bone in your spine, it's called your atlas. That's what your head sits on. If that's rotated or twisted or angled or in Kate's case, if you have a fracture of one of those bones or it's unstable, your body responds by by creating a lot of tension and it, and it kind of locks that down try to try to prevent that from moving or from being unstable. But the fact is that can in, in itself create um, undue stress or strain on that mm-hmm. system. And so that's one, again, there's roughly 100 trillion nerves that go through that, 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 uh, that occipital hole, that foramen magnum. And so it's, it's, it's a common thing. And even postural, even if you didn't break your neck, you're under chronic micro stress. We call that from mm-hmm. postural distortions. Right now, if you're listening on your phone, maybe you're sitting down and you're looking at a screen, your head's drawing forward, that forward head posture that leads to something chronically called an upper cross syndrome where you have a distortional pattern that creates not just spinal but musculoskeletal changes as well where again tension is built up and all of a sudden now you've got extra strain and inflammation uh, on certain parts of your body your head can actually as far as the amount of force required to hold up can actually double or triple or increase in weight based on how forward it gets we talked about that center of gravity as your head tips forward now it's like holding a bowling ball with your arms stretched out it's a lot more challenging it takes more force to hold it up and more strength to hold it up and you're working mm-hmm. smaller muscles that were designed for postural as opposed to the strength of holding up a, a giant head yeah that's so true and if, when you also factor in your scalenes that attach to your cervicals and then to your top ribs when those muscles are contracted because of poor neck posture you are literally affecting how your rib cage is able to expand and take a full breath in which can even inhibit maybe the full amount of oxygen that you should be getting which could then affect the brain and cause a headache so it's it's all it's all connected yes. and the, the biggest point is we're we're chiropractors we're big fans of having proper movement and posture so uh we'd say man get adjusted if you're not somebody who's if you listen to this podcast and you're you're a fan of of holistic wellness you should be working with a chiropractor you should be working with probably a an osteopath or somebody somebody who has mm-hmm. more naturally in minded we think getting adjusted is huge it was huge for kate um, and there's very few like if any side effects to getting adjusted so you could always be it's a great first stop because it may be the answer you're seeking or it may lead you to the next answer where you can say at least i can rule out this easy option of is it structural Yep. And so uh, on top of getting adjusted, moving your body well, uh, stretching, being mindful about the ergonomics or the posture you take while you're working, huge. And then even, again, posture while you sleep. We talk about sleep a lot. Rest is so good for your body. It's great in this case too. But if you're sleeping in a twisted or face down position or a you know a, 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 a forward head posture while you sleep, your neck, your spine, your head should be in a neutral position. Because if you're sleeping, hopefully eight-ish hours, maybe more uh, a night, and you're sleeping with a, with a twist or a kink in your neck, that's only going to add to mm-hmm. that postural change. And so, so you can actually, it can either be a, a swing for a, a super good outcome of your posture or can swing 
super negatively if you're sleeping in a poor position. Yes, that's so, so good. Yeah. So that kind of covers the tension and structural posture related affection of headaches. The next one we're going to move on to is the vascular in nature. So this is mostly known as the true migraines because most of the other ones are considered tension headaches or a more of a headache, not a true migraine. But most people that have really bad true diagnosed migraines, it is considered vascular in nature. And that's because the blood vessels that lead to your brain can dilate at the beginning of a migraine. It, and dilate means to swell up or to increase in size. Thank you. It really is more neurological in origin, though, because the nervous system is ultimately what controls the dilation or constriction or the widening or narrowing of those blood vessels. And so there is some thought that it's the trigeminal nerve, which is a nerve that it's a cranial nerve and it innervates or gives sensory to the jaw portion of your face. And it's thought that that trigeminal nerve might release a substance into the blood vessels that your body might find irritating and causes them to swell to a certain degree. But really, this research is so preliminary and really so unknown. I think this is more of like a general, is it a theory that's not proven? Yeah. So it's more of a theory than like a true, tried and true. We've found this to be, you know, the case through studies. But in many cases, in anecdotal experience, it boils down to stress, your hormone levels, and environmental toxins. When you are able to rid your body of the toxic chemicals that you expose it to on a daily basis, if you can follow a diet and sleep exercise pattern that balances your hormones, manage your stress in a healthful manner, in many cases, you are not going to have the same symptoms because your nervous system will now be more regulated. Thanks for listening to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kay Seppo. If you have any questions or topic ideas, you can reach out to the Daily Well Podcast on our website, myhopefm.net. Just click podcast. So we talked about neuromuscular causes whether it's posture strain on the muscles uh, we talked about vascular causes it can also be hormonal causes and so there are fluctuations in, in estrogen that really appear to be most linked with headaches and migraines which is why i think women i love that, that this point ended up for you it's, but it's true it's, it, women suffer uh, on, a, on, a, on a research basis this is something that plagues women way more than it mm-hmm. does men and so it's just interesting to think about that. Obviously, again, women's cycle or, or pregnancy, postpartum, menopausal seasons of life, they all play a huge role in this. But many environmental toxins are pseudoestrogens. So that means that they act like estrogen increase in your body. A big thing right now is a lot of soy in products. And, mm-hmm. you know, men who are, who are consuming uh, like soy lecithin or isolated soy po- proteins. Um, it's really the overprocessed soy, not so much like the organic tofu as it is like the fragmentation of them. But there are other pseudoestrogens and other things like plastics and phthalates and parabens and even some fragrances and stuff like that. So when we talk about, we did a, a podcast on reading labels. This is why... It's so important. It's so important. Sorry, Sorry. that was really funny. I thought it was really good. Um, Oh, you made me laugh. (laughs) That that can alter your hormones just by the products you're consuming or even the the containers that those products are in. It can get leached in. So, yeah. And I think... What's rough too is the FDA has a, I think it's called GROSS, like generally recognized as safe, meaning that a product can be approved and nothing's done about it until 
many decades later, so many people have tried to sue saying, hey, I've had this adverse effect and you get a certain number of people making that claim. So it could take like 60 years like it did for trans fats to say, you know what, actually this is pretty harmful to your health. And so it's really good to be empowered and know. lead-based paint. Yeah, it's just so good to be empowered to what ingredients mean so that you can make the best decision for you and your family. Because if you are someone that struggles with this, these are a lot of things you want to avoid. Yeah, Uh, and other things like birth control can radically affect hormone levels in a way that's not really normal for your physiology. It specifically wildly depletes necessary hormones like B12, other B vitamins, magnesium, selenium, and zinc. And and this, again, can impact your immune system as well as your mental health. I know B12 is really good for that. So a lot of people who are in depression, they can supplement with other vitamins and see, and see a huge boost in, in mm-hmm. that feel-good uh, release of... of um, endorphins and things like that because some hormones are, are part of a cascade so if you're if you're if you're lacking them even if your body's you know okay on the on the one end it won't actually get to that final process of releasing proper endorphins and 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 uh, oxytocin that kind of yeah. stuff so your body was meant to be balanced and when you're experiencing symptoms outside of that there is likely a breakdown somewhere in the physiological chain yeah and this is a big reason why any any products that we use we are really 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 restrict on making sure they're as toxin free as possible whether again it's fragrances whether it's mm-hmm. cleaning supplies uh, makeup toothpaste that kind of stuff we have a water filter a whole house water filter because of this kind of stuff you just don't know what's in there so yeah so the next thing we'll dive into is a deficiency in perhaps a vitamin or a mineral and this one can be really hard to track down just simply because a deficiency in like literally anything can result in a headache like it is one of the symptoms that's present for everything. There's a reason that your body needs to have levels of everything. And that's what makes it so hard to study and research, right? It's not just this one subcategory of people that we can pick apart their lifestyles and you know identify what causes it. But if you are truly at a loss, like you have bad headaches, you've kind of narrowed down, my products are great, um, I'm eating pretty well balanced, and I'm not taking different medications that maybe have this as a side effect, and you've eliminated a lot of other things. The top vitamins and minerals that I would probably look at are probably iron, magnesium, and vitamin D. Now, if this tends to be done a lot for pregnancy, but you can get an HTMA or a hair mineral analysis test um, done through like a functional medicine doctor or an integrated healthcare system. It can be a really helpful start, but specifically for, I'm going to speak for women, iron specifically often is low in females and that definitely can cause headaches and migraines. Magnesium and vitamin D are low in a lot of people. Um, Magnesium is affected by the amount of sugar you eat, the amount of sleep you get, and the amount of stress that you have, Hmm. as well as a depletion in our soil. Check, 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 check. Exactly. So we're we're really intentional to get add, or we are really intentional to add magnesium back into our diets. Um, And then vitamin D, if you are a certain distance north of the equator, you just, you have to be careful. I personally would probably recommend going on a aiming for higher levels than might what might be considered normal on a traditional lab panel they kind of will say hey is even if you meet the minimum you're good but really your body needs a lot of vitamin d to thrive properly for hormone production and so just remember vitamin d itself is a hormone it is yes and it's a cascade hormone for so many other processes so so yeah if if your vitamin d levels are low it doesn't mean you don't have it it just means you're not producing enough of it so that's a whole other thing we could dive into about what that production comes from and all that stuff but but many good indicators you say but many functional medicine doctors would say low on a normal scale is 
like, oh, you're within a healthy range. You're just on the lower end is wildly offbeat and you should be much, much, much higher. So. And the last thing we're talking about here, we talked about again, tension or, or uh, musculoskeletal issues, <laughs> vascular hormone issues, deficiencies in vitamins or minerals. The last cause, and this is something that's always on the table. It's one that we would consider if nothing makes improvement is that that's a pathology. You know, these migraines are going to be consistent, regular, increasing in intensity. And if nothing is palliative or nothing really helps in reducing the intensity, the quality, or the quantity. Um, it may be worth getting an MRI or looking into further testing. Mm-hmm. Um, x-rays and CT scans can come at risk of high radiation. And it, honestly, if it's a soft tissue, like a, like a tumor, you're not going to see it on uh, on an x-ray that looks at hard tissue, like bone, and mm-hmm. that's dense. Unless so, it's calcified. Unless it's calcified. And by that time, that, that if you have a calcified tumor... But yeah, that's yes. where talking with the healthcare practitioner is like really important. Because if you're considering a tumor, if they would allow you to maybe buy pass the x-ray and go straight to the MRI because of the symptoms you're experiencing, yeah. it would save you some radiation. And we've had, you know, and, and unfortunately we've had a couple of patients who've had this and we were able to kind of hopefully direct them in that path mm-hmm. because we didn't see changes soon enough or what we thought would be soon enough. And so this is something that you're going to want when you have a, a, a practitioner who can put on a, a good hat and say, let's be a detective. Let's talk about what's mm-hmm. going on. And, and not that we don't want to want to put this on your focus or on your mind sooner than you have to, but Give yourself a chance. Again, a lot of times people run to this and want to get testing done right away when it simply just would take a change in a lifestyle. And sleep habit. patterns yes. or something. But yeah. yes, if no no changes have ever made a difference, it is it is absolutely something you need to put on the table and get testing for. Yeah. Hopefully that helps break it down a little bit. I know that this was really intense. It was really in-depth. It's in-depth because it's been a huge part of your journey. And yes. We've been, and, 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 and so therefore we've been very aware of it and have, uh, I think, reached out to people in this with that are struggling with this in their own life and they've been drawn to us and we've been able to see a lot of people get help with this too i know it's so encouraging to see when people make just simple lifestyle changes that it makes such a powerful impact on their journey yep but we pray this episode is a blessing to you and you have a blessed day thanks for listening to the daily well podcast with andrew and kate seppo we pray that you're able to take a piece of information back to use for your health journey. And if you'd, and if you'd like to reach out to us, you can at myhopefm.net. Just click podcast.